This is the Insurance Law Podcast, brought to you by Best Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Welcome to the Insurance Law Podcast, the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry. I'm John Zuba, Managing Editor of Best Recommended Insurance Attorneys, including expert service providers. We're pleased to have with us today expert service provider Dan Thompson, President and CEO of DG Rehabilitation Technologies with offices in Ontario and Arizona. Dan has worked with the litigation arena for over 13 years. He is a registered rehabilitation professional, registered vocational professional, and a certified life care planner. His company services include providing expert opinion to insurance carriers, attorneys, and medical professionals by assessing the needs and vocational capabilities for people with disabilities. And Dan, we're very pleased to have you with us again today. Thank you, John. I appreciate it, and uh, thanks for the opportunity. Today's topic is attendant care and the impact that attendant care has on insurance claims. And Dan, for our first question today, can you tell us what is attendant care and what impact does that have on insurance claims? Sure. Well, typically attendant care is the uh, type of assistance that an individual will receive as a result of their disability or injury. Um, That can manifest itself in many ways. So, for example, you could have a CNA, which is a certified nursing assistant, or you could have more skilled um, assistants uh, or skilled nursing, such as an RN. Now, typically, it's the most expensive service within a life care plan. As someone's disability isn't going to go away, so it occurs every day, and they're going to need that cost for the rest of someone's life. And if you believe some of the plaintiff's life care plans that are produced out there, the cost can be as high as over $250,000 annually. And if you're talking about a person who's injured as a child, you know, that could be a lifelong cost uh, that uh, uh, could impact on insurance claims. So as I'm sure you'd appreciate, that could have a very profound impact on what that total cost might be. So on the average, what is the annual or lifetime cost of attendant care? Sure. Well, as I mentioned before, you know, the, those costs can be as high as $250,000 per year. And, of course, that is directly related to how many years that person will live. In addition, I think it's also predicated on the type of injury. So, for example, if someone was to sustain a severe burn, well, they probably would require attendant care and assistance at the beginning of their injury because there would be debridement surgeries and things like that. However, especially with today's um, you know advancements in medical care, in essence, they do not need attendant care going down the road, whereas someone, say, with a severe brain injury or someone with a spinal cord injury, such as myself, may need that care for the rest of their life. Now, in the United States, the uh, minimum wage is $7.55, which may cover some of that CNA work that we talked about earlier. But if you're getting into skilled nursing, those costs could run as high as, say, $55 or or $60 an hour, which, again, could heavily increase the cost uh, over someone's lifetime. Are there any alternatives out there, Dan? Sure. I mean, I I think really what you want to look at is 
some people use agencies, and the reason they use agencies is that it takes away the, um, I guess, the hassle of recruiting, managing, and firing their attendants. However, it's been my personal and professional experience that hiring people yourself is probably the best alternative. Because even if you're not, say, the best at explaining what your needs are, or if that individual is nonverbal, if you were to establish how-to videos, they could be established, and that would be used as a training tool for new recruits. It's also been my experience that if you hire people directly, they're more likely to be loyal to you than they are to the third-party agency. And then this way, you know, uh, uh, when they send people in, they may not necessarily be privy to your specific care. Uh, the other alternative, I guess, we could look at is automation. So, for example, um, uh, there's a bed out there called the Freedom Bed, and it automatically turns people to eliminate uh, complications such as uh, pressure sores. Um, another integration might be, you know, environmental control units so that an individual can just say lights on, lights off, open doors, closed doors, you know, if you have those type of automation systems in place. And then, uh, of course, you can have lift systems that can be operated by one attendant instead of perhaps having two or three attendants. I guess another alternative might be if the person becomes vulnerable where their safety is in question or they're fragile, um, then you could put them in a skilled nursing facility. But, you know, the objective is always to try to put somebody in the community to improve their quality of life. But that judgment call, of course, should be made with the individual and their treating physician. Now, Dan, your company, DG Rehabilitation Technologies, has offices in both Ontario, Canada, and in Arizona. Can you tell our audience about some of the differences between attendant care in relation to Canada and the United States? Sure. I mean, um, as I mentioned before, you could have a certified nursing assistant, which is a term that's used uh, here in the United States quite a bit. Uh, you also have what they call healthcare aides, whereas in Canada, we have what they call personal support workers. In essence, uh, potato, potato, uh, I think it's the same occupation with different titles. The problem with that uh, um, unskilled care is that some of those individuals may not have the qualifications, which varies from state to state or province to province, uh, to do invasive care such as digital stimulation, um, uh, to insert indwelling catheters, uh, whereas if you hire your own people and you teach them how to do those type of procedures, you know, then uh, in essence, uh, I guess the responsibility is there and you don't have to pay uh, that $50 an hour that I mentioned before for skilled nursing. So, Dan, overall, who should cover these types of costs? Well, typically, this is where, obviously, an insurance claim would come in. But if you look at it from um, the collateral source rule, which, in essence, this is where the government or, you know, some type of insurance policy will cover it, if an individual sustained a catastrophic injury, uh, the injuries that we talked about before, a severe brain injury, perhaps a, uh, a special 
quote-unquote injury uh, or an amputation, and let's say they do not have an insurance policy, then the attendant care can be covered by Medicare or Medicaid. And in essence, what they'll do under those programs is that after a quote-unquote qualifying hospital stay, and that's to be determined by Medicare or Medicaid, the services can be provided for up to seven days a week for no more than eight hours a day. However, they can get up to 35 hours per week. And of course, as I mentioned before, those Medicare Medicaid limits can vary by state. In Ontario, uh, which is um, you know, one of the largest provinces in Canada, we have a program called the Ontario Disability Support Plan. Um, what they do is they give the money directly to the individual, and then it's up to them to govern their own attendance. So they take on the hiring, recruiting process, they take on, you know, the management of those attendants and, of course, uh, take on the payroll and the whole bit. And I think the nice thing about that is that you have control as to who you're hiring and who you're bringing in your house, which, of course, increases your dignity and, and uh, uh, your quality of life. The problem with some of these government-run programs is that you may not have a choice as to who they send into your house. What do you see uh, for the future with attendant care? Sure. I mean, uh, you know, I think the uh, the future, what's interesting about that is that unless there are clear medical changes, such as stem cell research or things like that, where they can, say, mend a spinal cord injury, unless those catastrophic conditions can be lessened, then uh, you're still going to need attendant care in the future. So I can speculate about the advancements with robotics and how they may be able to eliminate some of the care. Um, however, there's so many activities that require intrinsic hand function, in other words, very uh, skilled hand function, intuitiveness, and other human traits that may or may not be accomplished in our lifetime with robotics. So I cannot see machines doing all the necessary care to improve the quality of life for people with disabilities. Similarly, you know, people do use support dogs or um, they use support animals already. However, again, they cannot complete all of the duties. So, uh, you know, for someone to live independently in the community, I can only see the cost going up. And I think it's important or it's encumbrant for that individual to take on that responsibility so that they can maximize or improve their quality of life. Dan, thank you very much for joining us today. John, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity, and uh, I hope uh, that was helpful for your listeners. That was Dan Thompson, President and CEO of DG Rehabilitation Technologies, with offices in Arizona and Ontario. And special thanks to today's producer, Frank Vowinkle. And thank you all for joining us for the Insurance Law Podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, go to our webpage, www.ambest.com slash claims resource. If you have any suggestions for a future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ambest.com. I'm John Zuba, and now this message. 
Best Insurance Professionals and Claims Resource is the top website for locating qualified professionals and need-to-know insurance information for the claims market. Brought to you by AM Best, the world leader in insurance industry information. Visit ambest.com slash claims resource.